Welcome to In The Moment Live. I am Janine Rotter. The information provided in this podcast is intended to co-create an incredible journey of curiosity and exploration together. I am here to unravel those mysteries alongside you for educational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. It is important to consult with a qualified healthcare professional before changing your diet, exercise routine, or health practices. This is In The Moment. So today, I'm answering questions from you, my listeners, and this is really the fun part of what I do, because without your questions, I would be talking about a lot of important stuff that I find interesting but may not interest you. So here we go. This question came in a couple of months ago from Jamie, and I want to apologize for not getting back to you sooner on this, but I took a deep dive and here we go. Her question is, do you have any thoughts on taking Moringa seeds and sea moss and what would the pros or cons be of this supplement? Okay, so Moringa seeds and sea moss are both natural products that have gained popularity for their potential health benefits and are both now being sold together as one supplement, which can be good and bad. And here's why. There are some pros and cons of taking these. We'll start with Moringa seeds. The pros of taking that are it's nutrient-rich. Moringa seeds are packed with essential nutrients, including vitamins A, C, and E, minerals such as calcium, potassium, and iron, as well as antioxidants and amino acids. It has an anti-inflammatory property, and they also contain compounds that have been found to have anti-inflammatory effects, which may help reduce inflammation in the body. It has the potential for cholesterol-lowering effects. Some studies have suggested that the Moringa seeds may help lower cholesterol levels, mainly due to their high content of plant sterols. They have an antioxidant activity. Okay, so the Moringa seeds are rich in antioxidants, which can help protect the body against oxidative stress and damage caused by free radicals. Let's dive into the cons allergic reactions or sensitivities. Although rare, some individuals may be allergic to the Moringa seeds. If you have any known allergies, it's important to exercise caution and consult with a healthcare professional before taking Moringa seeds. The sensitivities are going to appear differently than an allergic reaction, right? If you followed me or if you've been one of my clients, which Jamie has been, we discuss how allergies come on quick um, and sensitivities can take days, up to three days even to come up to appear. So where those sensitivities will come is in an upset stomach, gas, or other digestive issues. One concern is that it has been shown to cause uterine contractions. So pregnant women should definitely use precaution and speak to their doctor before starting the supplement. There is limited research, okay? So while the Moringa seeds show promise in various health aspects, more scientific research is needed to establish their effectiveness and safety in treating 
specific conditions that we've mentioned. The pros of taking sea moss, also known as Irish moss, it is rich in minerals. The sea moss is known for its high mineral content, including iodine, magnesium, calcium, and potassium, which are essential for maintaining optimal health and bodily functions. It helps digestive support. They contain, or the sea moss contains a gelatin type substance that may help soothe the digestive tract and promote healthy digestion. It's also considered a prebiotic, supporting the growth of beneficial gut bacteria. It can be potentially immune boosting. Okay. The sea moss contains vitamins and antioxidants that may contribute to a strengthened immune system, helping to defend against infections and disease. It is great for your skin. The sea moss is often used in skincare products due to its potential moisturizing and nourishing properties. So let's talk about the cons of sea moss. When I hear the word sea moss, sea weed, I have a tendency to be, my thyroid is very sensitive, so I need to be very careful when it comes to the use of iodine. And CMOS is the same, right? If you have an iodine sensitivity, like seaweed, it's a natural source of iodine, and excessive consumption may be problematic for the individuals with the iodine sensitivity or thyroid conditions. It is important to moderate the intake and consult with your healthcare professional if you have these known concerns. Then we have the contamination risks of CMOS. CMOS is harvested from polluted waters that may contain heavy metals and other contaminants. So it's crucial to ensure that the source of the CMOS is reputable and that they undergo rigorous testings. They should have that on the label. They should be promoting that on their website. Okay, so look for those testings. The third-party testing is the best for that. When you see those on labels, it's always nice to see a third party. And then you want to go to that third party website, dive deeper, and see how they do their testing. All right. Again, limited research here, right? The, these two supplements are new. And although CMOS has a long history of traditional use, there is still a need for more scientific studies to validate these potential health benefits and understand its interactions with medications or existing health conditions. So it's worth noting that individuals' experiences may vary, right? As in any supplement, any food, anything we do, and it's always advisable to consult, I've said it a couple of times, with your healthcare professional before incorporating any new supplement into your routine especially if you have those underlying health conditions that I mentioned, you're pregnant or you're taking medications or any other supplements that may contraindicate the use of these supplements. If you're considering starting these two supplements, I would highly recommend that you start with a blood panel, right? Go to your healthcare pra practitioner, get a complete blood panel, check all your levels, check your thyroid level, 
see where your baseline is, right? And then again, after starting it, you're starting these supplements, you want to run another uh, panel in 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days after starting the supplement to ensure that it's not affecting your levels. Remember, there will always be a superfood out there, right? They come and go. They promise to be the holy grail and one will come in, those others go out. A new one moves in. Most of the time, the claims hold true and there are some truth to these promises. But my suggestion is always moderation with everything, with all supplements, all vitamins, everything. We never want to overconsume anything even vitamins, even minerals, all of it. We want to let our body try to regulate and do its job naturally as much as possible by eating whole natural foods and staying active daily. I would suggest starting with an organic green drink if you aren't getting in enough whole fruits and vegetables. My favorite is Ancient Nutrition Organic Super Greens, It's the easiest and tastiest way to get 25 plus superfoods into your daily diet. I have recently implemented muscle testing 90% of the time in what I'm consuming daily to help me identify stressors, blockages, or any sensitivities or allergies that my body has, right? Because yes, allergies are consistent. Um... But sensitivities always come and go, and it's crazy how a new day brings new requirements. If you can tune in to what your unique body needs daily, you will reap the health benefits of your body's highest good at this moment. So Jamie, I will end with this. Always, always check with your doctor before adding any supplements, even whole food forms or herbs to your regimen. This next question comes from Megan. Hi, Megan. She says, I'm exercising my ass off and have been on a strict diet for the past six months. The scale is not budging and I'm noticing I have more fat around my midsection and my thighs. Help me. Okay, girl, man, I feel your pain. Since turning 50, I've really noticed a shift in my metabolism And what used to work simply isn't working anymore. And it's so frustrating. I'm not sure your age, so I will start with the basics on what causes our metabolism to go wacky. First and foremost, chronic dieting and overexercising can affect your metabolism, potentially leading to metabolic challenges in achieving your desired goals. So whether that be weight loss, muscle gain, or even simply just maintenance, you said that you're experiencing a slowed metabolism and that you've been on a strict diet for six months. So six months is not a lot of time, but if you've been yo-yo dieting on and off for years and you are constantly restricting your calorie intake and engage in excessive exercise, your body may be responding by slowing down your metabolic rate, right? It's the opposite of what you want. And this response is your body's way of conserving energy and the fear of starvation, okay? It's afraid that you're starving it and the excessive exercise. So as a result, your body burns fewer calories at rest 
and during physical activity. And in this case, I suggest looking into your macros. Without seeing images of your body type, it's so hard for me to give you a precise affirmation, but I have an inclination that you're probably not consuming enough calories, particularly protein. You can download a macros tracker app and to find your ideal macros for your age, height, exercise level, and see if that helps you, right? Stick with that for 30 days. See if it helps kick it back into burning mode. As for the fat around your midsection and thighs, that could be hormonal. If you haven't, I would highly suggest a hormone panel. Um, Have your doctor run your levels, checking all of your hormones, even your cortisol. Okay. So if that returns back as normal, we really need to go back in and zone in on the food sensitivities, even toxins that um, you may be ingesting that may be causing inflammation and causing you to store the unwanted fat around your midsection and thighs. I hope this helps you. While we're on this subject, though, I wanted to tackle the other issues that can impact your metabolism for all of my listeners. So let's touch on the muscle loss, right? That happens as we age. Um, Over-exercising and inadequate calorie intake can contribute to muscle loss, negatively affecting our metabolism. Our muscles are metabolically active tissues that require energy to maintain their dense size. And when you lose muscle mass, your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, it decreases because you have less muscle to burn calories even at rest. So this can make it even more difficult to lose weight or maintain weight loss in the long run. Again, this goes back to how many calories you consume and how much energy you put out, right? There's a myth out there that the older we get, the fewer calories we need. And this is simply not true, okay? Especially if you're still active, you're in the gym, you're exercising, right? The calories that we need between aging, let me back up, calories needed between older and younger individuals are relatively modest, right? There is no big difference in what younger people need and aging older people. Individual variations such as genetics, body composition, and activity levels, now those can play a role in determining calorie requirements because some individuals may require more carbohydrates while others require more protein, okay? So if you are concerned about muscle loss, as I mentioned, try zoning in on those macros. Because like I've said, hitting 50 has made this one real for me. My hormonal balances um, have been at play, but also chronic dieting and over-exercising can disrupt the delicate balance of hormones involved in metabolism regulation. So for example, Prolonged calorie restriction can lead to decreased leptin levels, which is a hormone that plays a role in appetite control and energy expenditure. So lower leptin levels can signal to your body that it is basically in a state of energy deficiency that will lead to metabolic changes that promote weight gain. And as we age, 
these hormonal changes will definitely start fucking with us, okay, which can have an impact on our metabolisms because hormones are chemical messengers that regulate various bodily functions that include our metabolism. So it's important to monitor your hormone levels every six months or as your practitioner suggests. But while we're on the topic and speaking of hormones, let's dive into increased cortisol levels, right? Because that plays in our metabolism. And excessive exercise and chronic dieting can elevate cortisol, which is our stress hormone. And elevated cortisol may contribute to muscle breakdown, which hinder fat loss and promote fat storage particularly around our abdominal areas, as I mentioned above to Megan. So these effects can further impact your metabolic health and body composition. Again, you can have your cortisol levels tested. Uh, There are many wonderful, wonderful supplements out there that can help you regulate your cortisol levels if those come back and you're needing a supplementation. I take one nightly. Again, I muscle test myself to see if my body's needing it. And some most nights it does. Some nights it says no, not necessarily. So good information on the cortisol. I will also touch the best time to regulate and get your natural, your cortisol up naturally is within 30 minutes of waking and go out and sit in the sun, and that will help regulate your cortisol. Okay, so here we are. We've landed on my favorite topic, which is nutrition and the nutrient deficiencies. Okay, so strict dieting or highly restrictive eating patterns will likely result in inadequate nutrient intake, which is including essential vitamins, minerals, and those macronutrients. So nutrient defici- the deficiencies can disrupt metabolic processes and impair overall metabolic function, which makes it harder to achieve our desired weight loss or maintain healthy weight. So it's important to eat a well-balanced diet of fresh fruits, vegetables, proteins, whole grains, healthy fats to get the essentials of what your body needs. I always suggest going organic, full organic, if your budget can allow. If you are a little more mindful on your budget, uh, download the EWG and get the Dirty Dozen and always make sure that you are eating organic in those top 12 to stay away from all the pesticides, herbicides, and all of those contaminants that wreak havoc on our system and disrupt our hormone panels and cause sensitivities. They cause inflammation, which hinder our goals. Okay. And like I mentioned to Jamie, if you're bad about getting in enough of your fruits and vegetables, try implementing the ancient nutrition organic super greens that I mentioned. Like I said, it's the easiest way to get in 25 plus superfoods into your daily diet. I love the watermelon flavor. I am not a spokesperson for them. I am not an affiliate. I am not making money off that product. I just truly love it. Um, We also like the Athletic Greens brand. So yeah, 
that's an easy way to implement your fruits and veggies, getting in a natural source of um, our nutrients. But I just want to say that it's important to note that everyone's response to dieting and exercise varies, right? We're so individual. Our bodies are so sensitive and we're so different. And these effects may not be universal or permanent, but it's always a balanced, sustainable approach to nutrition and exercise that generally, you know, recommended to promote a healthy metabolism and overall well-being. So if you're concerned about your metabolism or you're struggling with weight management, it's advisable to consult with a healthcare professional or a certified nutrition coach who can provide personalized guidance and support. Megan, I hope this helps you, beautiful. I know it's a lot of information, but if you have any more questions, hit me up on direct message um, or email me, okay? All right, this next one is so fun. This question came to me from Michael, and he is asking, do you know what it means when certain people are in your dreams? It was like there was something that needed to be said but both I and that person couldn't or wouldn't say it. Hey, Michael. Okay, so I will start by saying that my dreams are fucking weird. They're graphic. They're vivid. I've always had really weird dreams. And I've always chalked it up to just a wild imaginational. So uh, an imagination, right? So... But this was so interesting, and I want to get super technical and nerdy in this. So I dove deep and came up with this. Dreams are complex and have various interpretations, okay? So depending on the individual's beliefs, experiences, and cultural backgrounds, the meaning behind the presence of specific people, places, or animals in your dreams can vary. So I wanted to give you a few common interpretations. So let's talk about the reflection of your daily life. Okay. Dreams often incorporate elements from your waking life, including people, places, or animals that you encounter. It could simply mean that these individuals or things have been on your mind or have significantly impacted your daily experiences or your life experience. Okay? Now we have the symbolism or metaphor, okay, of what dreams are representing. In many dreams, analysis theories, elements of dreams are believed to represent symbolic meanings. People, places, or animals in your dreams might symbolize different aspects of yourself, your emotions, or your unconscious desires. For example, dreaming of a specific person could represent qualities or traits you associate with that person or qualities that they may have that you desire to have as well, right? Animals. This one recently just happened with my daughter. Not only was she seeing rabbits everywhere, but she was also dreaming about them for several nights in a row. And a quick Google search led us to the numerous spiritual texts have cited rabbits as a symbol of good luck. In dreams, rabbits represent fertility, a more successful love life, and a better future. It shows how you've improved. 
pretty cool. So let's dive into the archetypes and collective unconscious. Some theories, like Carl Jung's, suggest that dreams tap into a collective unconscious shared by all human beings. Certain figures or symbols may appear in dreams to convey universal meanings that are deeply ingrained in our collective psyche. Emotional significance. This sounds like what your dream could relate to most, Michael. There may be an underlying miscommunication with this person, or you are not speaking your truth to this person. The presence of certain individuals or animals in dreams may indicate underlying emotions or unresolved issues related to them. It could be a reflection of your feelings toward them, whether positive or negative, or even a representation of past experiences and relationships, right? Now we're diving into, you could even go in this life, past lives, okay? So as I mentioned earlier, it's important to remember that dreams are highly subjective and the interpretation of specific elements is best understood within the context of your personal experiences and feelings. I am by no means a dream expert, but if you're interested in exploring the meaning of your dreams further, you may want to keep a dream journal or consult books on dream analysis, or maybe even seek guidance from a professional therapist or dream expert. What I would suggest trying to implement is meditating on what your dreams are trying to tell or teach you and ask your spiritual guides for their assistance with direct questions such as what does this name the person in the dream right signify to me it's amazing the answers that unfold during meditation so again this was a great Q&A. You guys, thank you so much for sending your questions in this week. Thank you, Jamie, Megan, and Michael for your questions. I look forward to doing this again. Remember, if you didn't learn something new today, it was a wasted day. If you liked this session today, be sure to register to join us live in the moment. For an updated schedule of events and upcoming guests, be sure to head over to JanineRotter.com and check out the events page or find me on my Instagram at my handle in the moment underscore live. I can't wait to see you in the moment.